Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello and welcome back. Thomas and I are here. She caught me in a moment of free time. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, that's been hard. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Uh, I think I got. I think I hear my phone ringing. <laughs> <laughs> so we are very grateful to Christina for this email asking a really, really great question about spirit guides. We know that spirit guides are a part of our soul pod, part of our team, right? And so her question was. Can we be spirit guides for each other? And is there a level of mastery associated with that? Ah, love it. Good question. Yeah. So, yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we come go through life, lives, as a team, and we help each other. So Thomas and I were just talking about this, and I used to be a math teacher, so I tend to put things in math terms. But if you know what a Venn diagram is, right, it's it's basically groups and sub, subgroups. So you are in a circle, and that is your growth. Overlapping your circle, taking in part of that circle, is your soul team. Because your, or your pod, the group that you're coming back here with, but also your spirit guide, people on the other side that you're growing with. And we grow through learning opportunities ourselves, but we also do that as a team. We help each other and support. So we elevate consciousness all together as well. And then all of that contributes to the greater good, the whole humanity and the greater universal consciousness. So the soul, a soul guide, spirit guide that you have right now is very likely that you have had other lifetimes incarnate and you were in the same team, you were helping each other. You had a relationship on earth or another planet, wherever that was. And yes, it's very likely that you have been a spirit guide for that person in another lifetime. You do, my understanding is yes, there, you know, we want our spirit guides to be wise, have a level of wisdom. So you do have to be spiritually elevated to a level to be able to do that. Because you wouldn't want Barney Fife being your spirit guide. <laughs> That's been my problem. Gosh. Now, you, okay, you just figured it out for me. I'm going to go. <laughs> Got to go work on some stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yes, you can help each other out. Now, the other piece to keep in mind is when we're not in body. So your spirit guide right now may very well be at the same vibrational frequency as you are, your greater self, not just your human self. But that spirit guide has at their disposal right now the Akashic Records and the global vision that we don't have. They not only know you in this lifetime, they know you in all your lifetimes. They know where you're headed, what your goals are, what your whole plan is through the Akashic Records. So there's a little bit of not really wisdom, but insight that comes along with that. They're kind of more in the know than you are. So when you are a spirit guide for someone else, you have that same 
insight and knowledge to help guide them. So ultimately, it's love-based. They they just know where you're headed, and they're going to give you gentle nudges to get there. Make sure you're on the right path. Another thing that's come up is, let's say somebody that is in your family or a close friend, somebody that's in your soul pod in this lifetime, makes their transition. Can that person become a spirit guide in this lifetime for you? Well, you have so much more experience and insight into this realm than I do. But what I've experienced, I can just give you a personal, like what's happened for me, not that this is any kind of universal pattern, but I know that since I've started to live this kind of perspective, that I've been able to connect with some of my uh, folks who were in my family that are now gone in supportive ways. So I think, yes, that they can definitely see what's going on uh, and they can come to our support. Now, one of the questions that people ask is, well, when somebody goes quiet, like you've mentioned this with your mom, your, who was technically your stepmom, who uh, was saying that, hey, I'm busy. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm, I'm in school. <laughs> you know, it's like that I think that there's that, too. And then, of course, the question comes of when somebody who was in your family, who has gone on, reincarnates, what happens then? And I really like your idea of the soul being able to split off, mm. that you have remnants. That just goes back to infinite reality. Right. Yeah. We just try to not limit by our little little human minds and our thinking. Now, what I've done with my audiobook narrations is uh, that that topic did come up. And what that was was more of, like you say, it's more of a teacher-student type relationship. So like you said, the teacher has to be more educated than the student. So it is more advanced people, the more advanced souls, who uh, that we can basically grow into a role of spirit guide. And that doesn't mean that you never reincarnate. It means Oh no, not at all. Yeah. It means in this lifetime you're sitting out, it's kinda like you're being the coach. You're not being a player, you're being the coach. And sitting out to help somebody else along their path and then next time you might come back together or switch places. Yeah, that's exactly it. And think about again, you know, we put everything in human terms. We have to. It's the only way our little croc brain, our reptilian brain can get around all of this infinity. But in an infinite reality, don't you think that this is not the only place where school exists? Is this the only schoolhouse in the <laughs> no, universe? No, 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 no. There are many. So you have to think about in that vastness, what if we choose to go to a different schoolhouse? And I, as a soul pod, as a team, you do that. You, know, you, you reincarnate where the opportunities are for your growth. And we are just familiar, most of us, only remember our earth and our human experiences and the opportunities here. But the number of opportunities are vast and very diverse. And I just saw a very, that reminds me, I saw a very cool video recently about a young man who's lived his life saying, I'm caught. I'm like, I'm living in two different dimensions at the same time. And the only way he could deal with that was through art. And he did very abstract art with lots of sacred geometry and spirals. And he said, this is, this is where I come from. And he, he made his transition from this lifetime quite early and came back actually through, a, through another medium 
talking to his parents, and he said, now, now I'm home. This is everything I drew was the only way that I could deal with the reality of the earth. And one thing he confirmed that I always have always suspected is people who I always had a heart for autistic people. And it, and he also went as far as with people like in the insane asylums or with mental questions. They're just also very present in other realities. They have mm-hmm. they're not all right here. So they don't fit into our social norms, and we judge them accordingly. Right. Yeah. And but they have those perceptions and insights they can see yeah. into the other sides. I'm thinking of that, um, and I can't remember the term, but the, we we listened to a podcast of a lady who was in her early twenties, physically died, and she swears that her soul, that was her birth soul, left and went back to the non physical. And another soul came into her body. I think it was called step-ins or something yeah. like that. Walk-ins. Walk-ins that was yeah. it. Walk-ins. And and that even to the point that her astrology chart didn't fit her birth time, but it perfectly aligned with her death time. Isn't that interesting? That's very interesting. We've talked about that briefly in other podcasts here about walk-ins and yeah, that's a whole, we could do a whole other podcast on that. Well, and so that's an interesting question around this whole theme of could that be a soul exchange for earthly purposes, for earthly training purposes? Uh, yeah, totally. of course, absolutely. You bet. So one thing I do want to differentiate is when we're talking about soul team and you are support for each other, being a spirit guide, that does not include angels. I mean, angels are part of your soul team, but angels are angels. It's like they're a different breed. They have always and always will be angels, and they will not come reincarnate as people. Now, they can come in in human form to help someone in a time of need. They can absolutely do that. They're very powerful, but they don't need to learn the lessons. They just are infinite love. So they don't have to learn that. So who would be the Barney Fife angel? That's what I want to know. <laughs> that's what funny. What does that look hmm, like? <laughs> I don't know that they're... Wow, that's a good question. Can't say that I've met that one. I'll bet it exists. <laughs> There's one in every crowd. Hovering around my aura somewhere. Oh, that's funny. No, no. So here's something that came up recently, too, that's an interesting little twist. What if you... Are close with somebody, so somebody in your pod in this lifetime makes a transition. Can they step in and be one of your spirit guides for the rest of this lifetime? Good question. I know. I love that. And in fact, I was doing a session just the other day with someone, and that very thing came up. So very, very cool. This person is wanting to start a business, doesn't have it fully formed yet, but you know, it's in the process. It's in the it's in the idea stage. And we were doing this really deep session and her grandmother came in and it was so very cool. Actually, it kind of surprised both of us. Her grandmother came in and is completely supporting her in this venture. In her grandmother's lifetime, she was wanting to own her own business and she did for a short period of time. But then she transitioned, and she's just really excited about helping her granddaughter with this. 
So she's not a spirit guide per se, but she is definitely guiding her in this aspect of her life. So something similar happened when my mom died. She was a voice that was very obviously familiar to me. So it wasn't long after that that she transitioned that I, again, really opened up and said, okay, I'm not going to resist this any longer. I'm just going to step into it. But I was so used to blocking all of the interaction with everybody on the other side of the veil that that was my go-to and I didn't even realize it. So my mom would step in and get my attention when, and all she would say is, Majana, and it was that tone of, yes, ma'am. And she would say, listen, oh, okay. And then I could hear my guides, or if it was somebody, I was supposed to give a message to someone else, I could hear their loved one or their angel, whomever the message was coming from. So my mom didn't become my spirit guide, but she certainly helped me reopen into this ability and this gift. Now, once I was fully in and I started really focusing and getting back into the habit of listening versus blocking, mom's like, okay, my job here is done. And she went on about her growth. And then that's when, you know, I wasn't hearing from her for a while and called her in finally. And she kind of chastised me. I'm busy. I'm in school. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) So question then, can you ask someone to help? So like you gave the example of this person who had someone who was successful with her own business. Let's say you had someone who was a role model or successful in your family who had done what you want to do, uh, who has transitioned on. Can you call them and ask them to help you? Ooh, really good question. And you know what? Yeah, actually, it doesn't even have to be somebody in your family. I've heard of people asking somebody, you know, their hero, somebody that they really admired that transitioned a long time ago. It could Paul be somebody. Harvey for me. Yes. There you there go. You go. Paul Harvey. If you start saying, and you know, talking about the rest of the story, I'm going to know he's very present. But you can actually ask them or your soul, somebody in your soul pod, yeah, you know, will you help me? Will you kind of guide me through this? Now, my understanding is they kind of have, you know, they're going to get clearance on that. When you first make your transition, there's an adjustment period. So it's not really fair to say, hey, come back here and help me with this right away. They need to make a transition. And part of that is also getting acclimated to learning to um, communicate telepathically. You know, they're re-getting, even though you're going home and that's your natural state, There's an adjustment period. And they also, there's a process there where you go through and reevaluate your life and you acclimate to being back up there and what can I do up there, over there, whatever. (laughs) Funny, we still think of that as up there. It might just be right there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Arms length away. It might be amongst us. It's literally, yeah, that veil is everywhere. So they need time to acclimate. But they can absolutely help you because in some things, it's even easier to have them help you because you know their energy. So just like with my mom, I could feel her and hear her far more quickly and easily than I could someone else because that energy was very fresh with me. So ask them, and they may have to say, hmm, I got to (laughs) check. Let me see if I can do this. See how busy they are. 
yeah, what, what what's their soul growth right now? And within the whole grand scheme of things, is it a time that you need to work through something on your own or is it a time that they can actually help? But it doesn't hurt to ask, right? And if you do ask, ask them to give you a sign, a very clear, tangible sign that you cannot misinterpret so that you know. So we are very, very busy growing here and on the other side, working together and helping each other. This just changes the whole perspective of life, doesn't it, when you think about this from a soul perspective? Absolutely. It, yeah, it makes everything. It just alters everything. You <laughs> just change. You can, you can release things faster. You can reframe, quote, good or bad it's all just a matter of, of perspective. And in the soul growth realm, it's all good. It is all good. And that's a hard pill to swallow. You know, what it makes me think of is that book that used to be a big deal, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and It's All Small Stuff. Yeah, right. It's all geared for our growth. Well, thank you so very much for the question, Christina. If good you, one. Yeah, we greatly appreciate that. And if you have questions, comments, or any input, we greatly appreciate that. And you can get us at Majana at lifeafterliferadio.com. And if you're interested but not on our email list, I'm having a workshop, a Facebook Live workshop, December 3rd on pendulums. Everything that you've always wanted or need to know about how to choose, use, select your pendulums. And I'm looking forward to it. It'll be great fun. So you can... To email me there at majana at lifeafterliferadio.com, and I will be happy to send you to the registration site for that. Now, this is for folks listening in 2019. Yes, it's okay. December it's like... <laughs> 3rd, 2019. If you're listening to this in 2021, probably there have been others, but that's not what's <laughs> going on right now. We'll catch you on that one next time. Yes. Then. Until then, namaste.